Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here on WYAB. Guys, Stonington Farm Beef. You got today and tomorrow to get your orders in. 100% grass fed, 100% grass finished. Mississippi raised, Mississippi made, Mississippi played. Oh, never mind. That's me. Um, grass fed beef, antibiotic free, steroid free, and mRNA free. Don't be getting the mRNA in your dang steaks like they do over in China. Anyway, great stuff. Again, 100% grass fed, 100% grass finished. No, no minimum order required. Uh, and of course, there's no maximum order. You can get the whole dang cow if you like and they got a special this month man let me pull it up real quick you know i just kind of fly by the seat of my pants on these live reads and just like play any mini mighty mo a little bit <laughs> but uh here is what we got for you this month at stonington farm this is from miss katie stonington of course they'll be in the area they're, they're going to be in jackson friday delivering to florence brandon and ridgeland that's this friday the special for january is four pounds of ground beef in one-pound packs, that's, that's that's the way I get it, and a roast of your choice, whether it be chuck, rump, shoulder, sirloin, tip, eye round, or tri-tip at 10% off list price. That comes up to 50 bucks for four pounds of hamburger meat and a roast of your choice. I'm going to have to go in on that one. I, I, I mean, a good Mississippi pot roast. What kind of roast do you use in a pot roast? Don't ask me, man. I have no idea. If anybody knows exactly, which which, which roast do you use in a Mississippi-style pot roast? Uh, text me on the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Get some pepperoncini peppers, and it's on, son. Uh, anyway, steiningtonfarm.com. Get your orders in now. You will not regret it. You can get anything from one pack of hamburger meat or one pack of hamburger meat, a single steak, or the whole cow packages. They have some mini cow specials available too. Um, I would holler at Miss Katie and talk about that if you want to stock up. And uh, hey, not a bad time to stock up. Stoningtonfarm.com. Sean, mm-hmm. b- before the Braves talk real quick. Yeah. I just, you know, there's going to be some, it's going to get down into the teens Monday and Tuesday night, or definitely Tuesday. I think so Monday's that. in the low 20s. Yeah. There's talking about ice, maybe. Mm-hmm. Some snow. Are you, are you prepared on any, in any level? Like firewood? You got a fireplace in your house? Yeah, I got a fireplace. I, I, I got that number yesterday for the chimney sweep. I got to call them today and holler at my boy Eric Jenkins and uh, get him to bring me some firewood. I do not want to get – if the power goes out, I don't want to be left. Yeah, that's what I did during the uh, 2021 um, ice storm, whatever it was. And uh, I had a few people end up just staying, just staying at my house just because I had a – gas-powered fireplace in there yeah. just in case, you know, everything. Because, I mean, you don't want to freeze to death. It was the same thing at my folks' house, man, because, of course, when power was not consistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would kind of come on and off, but and it, it, remember, it went out during nighttime one time, and we all kind of ended up in the living room there. Yeah. And it's a big house with tall ceilings. Okay. So, unfortunately. It wasn't that warm. It wasn't that warm, but you, <laughs> got, if, you could get up on it mm-hmm. and defrost. And then move away, but as far as resonating the heat, you know, yeah. distributing the heat throughout the room or the house, no dice. Like, uh, they actually have upstairs and downstairs fireplace in that house. There's one in the master bedroom and then one in the living room. Oh, room. that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I've go got ahead. my pipes covered. I did, but see, I do that. I'm lazy. What I do is like when it's like September, I, I start covering them because <laughs> I don't really water my grass anyway. It's like monkey grass, so yeah. I just like leave it covered for most of the year, so I don't have to think about it when it comes to. <laughs> All right, the Mississippi Braves announced they are heading to Columbus, Georgia. Um, Here's a quick quote from them, from the Braves. 
The team announced it on their X account and uh, other other social media. It says, uh, we want to thank Pearl, the surrounding Jackson community, and the state of Mississippi for the incredible support for the franchise over the past 19 years. The team wrote in a letter to the fans. We have loved creating memories with you at Trustmark Park, and we look forward to bringing you an amazing 2024 season, which will be their 20th and last season. They honor their entire 20-year lease. Pearl Mayor Jake Wyndham said in a statement that he is disappointed with the Braves' decision, saying that the city worked with lawmakers last year to craft legislation designed to help the ball club remain in the city. He said that the legislation would have provided the Braves with incentives to remain in Pearl. It was unclear if that bill passed. We worked... I do not believe that bill passing is what's actually going to be. It was on the table for this year, okay. um, according to a conversation I'd had. Anyway, it says, uh, this is still from, from Jake. It says, we worked diligently with Spectrum Capital, state and county leaders, as well as the Diamond Baseball Holdings to come to an agreement, he said. It is truly unfortunate that despite our best efforts, the Braves have chosen to take this route. Yeah, look, man, my opinion I don't want to tell anybody do or don't or whatever going to the stadium this year. Do what you do. What you do have fun. I'm sure I probably will end up at a game or two, just because I don't want to. You know, I like I like nostalgia. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. like I miss the Jackson Mets. I don't want to let my frustration with the Braves leaving keep me from going and enjoying the last few games of the Braves' existence here. Even though I really hate the fact that they went cashless, and I don't mind. I, you know, I don't mind paying for parking, but it's just a little a little ridiculous at ten bucks. Yeah, I mean that is. I don't. I guess I think I, next I time been, I'll just park across the street at Sam's. And you said they started that a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I didn't have those season tickets like I did the year before. I just can't remember. If, well, maybe they started it last year. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but I, definitely ten dollars. Of course, the only game I went to a Braves game. I think I know I went to the Ole Miss Mississippi State game. Anyway, well, I don't think I don't think attendance is why they're leaving. Yeah, I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, they're averaging over three thousand a game. That, I'm sure that's profitable. They're leaving because they're getting a new stadium. Yeah, sure. you know, with all the bells and whistles, presumably, and they're going to get some tax incentives and all this other stuff, and that and that that's ran its course here. Mm-hmm. That's it's been twenty years. Yeah, and yeah. they the the was it the bloom is off the rose. Yeah, I I don't think they've done the absolute best job marketing. Just my opinion there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of things could have been done differently, but I still think that, and this is what they do: they stay twenty years, leave, stay twenty years, leave. How long were they in? Was it South Carolina before? Twenty years. Twenty years. So. Yep. And I don't know how long they existed prior to that. Mm-hmm. So they 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 come, they leave. But again, I think one of the main issues, if we're just going to go back to attendance, if if we're going to harp on that, yeah. I heard Doug Colson talking about it on his show this morning on the way in and. Uh, he was just talking about the the attendance and marketing and stuff. But I got another thing. I I think it has a lot to do with the success of our college baseball teams. Yeah, you mentioned that a couple of weeks ago when we talked about this, right? Uh, yeah, I, I really do. I think that if if you got to spend your money somewhere, you know, there's way more emotional investment into your favorite college team than it is your double A minor league baseball team. Yeah, I mean that's my. I think like doesn't minor league baseball to me is kind of just something you go do for something you're bored or. You know, it's something to go fun to do. Let's go to the game, drink a beer, watch the game. But you're not really, like, into your team. Like, you're not willing to fly to Kansas City and sit in the cold and watch your team because you're that emotionally invested in the team. No. Like, I don't think it's just not one of those kinds of kind of team sport. I mean, you're, you're a major league team, yes, I yeah. get that. But um, 
I don't know. I mean, maybe there's people out there that are just huge minor league baseball fans, sure. and they just love it, you know. But I bet it's a minority of people. Well, like you know, like my dad, and I've heard other people. Uh, Fred Shank's dad, before he passed, and I've heard other people talk about this. Like, there's an OG baseball fan mm-hmm. that would love to go out there with a, you know, one of those with those baseball, the, the charts, yeah, and they keep up with the RBIs and and all that because they they like to track it. Mm-hmm. Just, it's, it's another layer or level, should I say? To the to sometimes they're just baseball fans. They love it. Like I love boxing because it's like the sweet science. And, mm-hmm. You know, I can watch a boxing match and I, I get it. I love yeah. MMA too, by the way. But um, you, you can really score boxing. Right. right. There's a system. Now some people screw that up, but baseball is kind of the same way. Like, I if you love baseball, just like I can watch any boxing match and just sit there. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's baseball fans that do the same thing. They just love baseball. They want to go sit. They want to watch it. It's not my thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm like you. You get bored, go out there, drink some beer, hang out, chill. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't really care if they win or not. I want to yeah. see. A, and I'll tell you one of the other things. I think the that that ballpark is so big. I think the lack of home runs. In that in that park mm-hmm. hurts too. Like yeah. it, it, it takes away from potential excitement. Yeah, it means it means about entertainment. That's yep. you know, and that's why they shorten the game too, so it's not wasn't so boring. I mean, majorly they made it shorter so people can you know want to watch it. It's a shorter time frame makes it more exciting. Yeah, and then my other thing is this: I think the, the your target audience is families, right? Mm-hmm. You want to get a family of four out there. Yeah, well, tickets aren't expensive. I, I'm not gonna, you know, people are all the tickets are too high. Man, they're, they're seven, ten, twelve dollars. Yeah, cheap. I'm sorry, I, that's just cheaper than going to the movies. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And you know, you get three hours of, of entertainment. I think the target audience being families, young families in particular, that a lot of those families have kids that play travel ball. Yeah, you were talking about that before a couple weeks ago too. That's a good point. I mean, the travel so the travel expensive. ball hustle. Yeah. Is, wow. Is, is Super expensive. Expensive. We did. I don't have a son, but I have a daughter. We did competition cheer mm-hmm. for a while. That I mean, that's a money gouge and hustle as well. And then this travel ball is a whole nother level yeah. of money gouge and hustle. My sister played high level travel softball, girl softball. I mean, played in the World Series and um, all that stuff. I mean, every weekend the Dixie Darlings were you know, in another state. You know, so mm-hmm. whether it be baseball and or softball, economics are typically about the same. Very expensive. So I think that ch- that takes into the family's ability to go to a baseball game. And also there's just burnout factor, too. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, you just play baseball all weekend. Do you want to go to a minor league game in the middle of the week? You know, can you afford it? Do you have time, school? I mean. And then the, what we talked about, too, before the – in July and August, it's insufferable. Absolutely. It's just, it's very, it's so hot that it's hard to really just want to go out there and, and do it. And that's why I don't. Mm-hmm. And it comes July and August. And it just, I'm at a point in my life where if if I don't have to sit outside in the heat, I, I'm not going to. You know, I went to, um, I bought Unless a, I'm on a boat or something. Me and my buddy Will, I was talking about, we went to the, uh, you know, I'm a Marlins fan, so we went to Atlanta because he lives there in the summer or on July 4th weekend. And I bought like... But they had like a two or three game series, and I bought two tickets. Well, one day it was so hot, we just sat in the bar next to the stadium. I was like, "Man, you know, you know, uh, let's just sit here and drink." Yeah, because I'm not going to the stadium. It's just too, it was just too hot. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, you got you got to love it. Yeah, I mean that's why like they built all these uh, stadiums with retractable roofs, like in Texas and stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like man, people ain't sitting outside. And that's what I'm saying. Like you know, you're just talking about the emotional investment factor. I mean, people will do that for something that they're really emotionally invested. Like, my crazy, stupid self right now is literally 
tracking flights to Kansas City considering doing this. I pulled out my like winter gear, you know, I got to ski all the time. And I'm like really considering going to this game yeah. because that's how emotionally invested I am in that team. But otherwise, man, you man, know, don't go watch them lose. <laughs> I mean, they're probably gonna man. Everybody on the team's injured. Yeah. If it, you know, everybody's. I don't know if anybody's watching Hard Knocks with the in season with the Miami Dolphins, but it's really good. And they're it's on every Tuesday night, and they had an episode last night. And you know, they're just it's just like the entire team is hurt. So that's kind of the that's really that's actually dissuading me more than the cold. Yeah. Is that everybody I mean, just if injured? They got a, if they got a true chance of, of course, anything, anything can happen. Yeah. But I mean, you are talking about going and beating Kansas City at home in that weather. With the one team that that plays in the warmest weather, it, it, yeah. it's a bad combination. Like all it is, all historical data says the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, that's. I mean, you know, even if even if everybody was wasn't injured, right? But everybody is injured, you know. And uh, I just thought it'd be fun to go see Tyreek back in uh, Kansas City and all that kind of drama that goes on with that. But uh, you can see it on TV. Yeah, I can, and it'll be a lot warmer. <laughs> um, Fred text in. Average yearly expense on travel baseball is twenty three thousand dollars. My God. Um, uh, let's see. Roger, text in too, and this is a great point here. Roger says, um, prices for food got ridiculous. A large souvenir cup at the Peach Bowl cost four dollars with free refills. Souvenir cups at Trustmark Park were eight dollars with no refills. Draft beer at Peach Bowl was eight bucks. Trustmark was twelve and up. Wow, really? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um, Blake says, I agree with you. The only times I've seen Trustmark Park filled up was for state and Ole Miss games. Yeah, and, and that was kind of part of the, the the fight with them to stay was they – my understanding was the Braves, which is now owned by Endeavor that owns the UFC mm-hmm. and WWE, they wanted all the money from the college games too. They wanted that money? They wanted that money. So they, that's what the legislation kind of was, was to try to – supplement that because that's a that's another promoter that does that okay you know that has a deal with the ballpark all right wow. let's, let's take a break real quick this is the clay edward show with sean york Ron. uh got a bunch of texts we'll read when we come back also we want to talk about the jew tunnels why are the jews building tunnels in new york some weird stuff is going on there's a lot of there's a lot of stereotypes i could say but uh, you know I'm, I'm not an anti-semite but i may do it anyway we'll be right back I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.